Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Inshallah, we'll talk about uh, a few ayat from Surah Furqan that will be recited later on today, inshallah. Um, ayah number 41 through 44. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ba'udhu billahi min shaytan al-rajim, Wa idha ra'uka in yattakhidunaka illa huzuwan, ahadha alladhi ba'atha allahu rasoolah, surah Allah al-Azim. In this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, the meaning of the ayah is, and when they see you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they treat you only in mockery, saying, is this the one whom Allah has sent as a messenger? So we can tell from the context of the, the, the ayah as well, that this surah was revealed in the Meccan era when the Meccans were uh, making mockery of the da'wah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And uh, there are many other places as well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the same, uh, same concept. Like in Surah Al-An'an, Allah says, That, and indeed, many messengers before you, Muhammad sallallahu were mocked at. But their scoffers were surrounded by the very thing that they used to mock at. So this is against Rasulullah wasallam when he was doing the da'wah. In the Meccan era, uh, the kuffar of the Mecca, they used to make fun of Rasulullah even though this is the same messenger of Allah that prior to when he was calling for Islam, prior to he, he was appointed as the prophet, they were calling him as a sadiq wal-ameen the truthful one and the honest one. The very same one, when he started talking from the wahi from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they started making fun of. And uh, unfortunately, that uh, can be seen uh, similarly even nowadays as well. When uh, people talk about Islam and uh, call the people towards Islam, they have been ridiculed in many different ways. Uh, Sometimes it could be uh, the looks that they look like or what they are saying. And it has kind of a turned back into the very same way as in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And uh, there are, uh, there, there are uh, predictions by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned in the hadith. For example, the one that talks about that, uh, that Islam started as a stranger, but all Islam, whatever, that Islam started as a stranger and it will become a stranger again. And then Rasulullah said, and there is a glad tidings for the Ghuraba, the strangers, the one who will bring back Islam. As, uh, as in the time of Rasulullah, he, the one who was carrying the message in the best possible manner, because he was directed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even a personality like Muhammad was made fun of. So we should not be disheartened by these kind of things. If somebody makes fun of us because of us carrying Islam, then we should not be we should not be disheartened. As a matter of fact, we should it should be an enforcement to us that we are doing what Rasulullah did as long as we have the proof 
from the Quran and Sunnah, what we are doing is for, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us to do. Not to follow cultural things and thinking that this is Islam. That's to be have a very clear distinction that there is, there are certain things that are part of our culture, not necessarily they are from Islam. So we have to distinguish that and be proud of the Islam that we are carrying because Rasulullah, the best of the creation that he was carrying, he was uh, he was he was made fun by by the, by the people, and then Allah Azza wa Jal talks about a very interesting uh, thing about the very same people. In kada la yudlun an alihatana laula an sabrna alaiha wa sawfi alamuna hina yaron al adala man adalu sabila that he would have nearly misled us. So these kafar, the one who was making fun of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, they saying that Allah is mentioning that this is how they were talking about Rasulullah. Sallallahu he would have nearly misled us from the ilah, the, the, all these gods that they were worshipping, had it not been that we were patient and, and constant in their worship of those false gods we're talking about. And they will know when they see the torment who is that is most astray from the right path. And this is what the kuffar of the Makkah were. They were making mockery of Rasulullah at the same time they uh, they were they were scared of Rasulullah. They went to, for example, one of the examples mentioned in the Sirah books, Walid bin Mughira. And they said, This Muhammad وسلم, is becoming a problem for us. What should we do? Should we uh, should we call him as a magician? Should we call him as a kahin? Kahin is a, a soothsayer, or should we call him a madman? And different kinds of suggestions they came with. And Walid bin Mughira, one of the leaders, he would say one by one, No, we cannot say that. We cannot call him a madman. We know what the madman looks like. He doesn't look like. He does not fulfill the criterion of madman. We cannot call him as kakahin or susir because we know what it looks like and Muhammad does not fulfill this kind of a characteristics, this kind of a, uh, signs. And same way, we cannot call him a poet, a shari, uh, because he is, what he's saying is not shari. We know what the poetry is. So then he came up with the idea of, oh, you know what? Let's call him a one who breaks the ties between the father and the son or the uh, or brother to brother or uh, a mother to the son and so on and on uh, and call him like a, he has some words that cause this now this kind of a fulfilled the reality, reality of the situation at that time so they want to come up with a lie but want to be careful the lie should be that somehow looks right even though they're coming with a lie and no different than nowadays as well when they try to portray Muslims in bad uh, reputation or something they will pick up some of the deeds that they will see one or two Muslims or maybe uh, as an outlier Muslim, not necessarily he's falling even Islam. And then they will portray as this is what the Muslims do. So we have to be very careful in that, first of all. But of course, the, the reality is we, we have to stick with what Allah Azza wa has revealed to us so we can show that, look, Islam is this, whatever everybody else is saying. The, the, who are the, the haters of the Muslims or the enemies of Islam that does not fulfill the reality of Islam is. And they, the kuffar was thinking this way, oh, Muhammad almost misled us, meaning took him to the right path. That's what they meant. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about these kuffar and we can see in, in today's time, Have you, Muhammad seen him who has taken as his God, Ilah, his own vain desires. Meaning, instead of following the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he is following the desires and thinking that this is the right path to do. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about that as well in another place. Allah 
فلا تبهر نفسك عليهم حسرات إن الله عليم يسمعون is he then who to whom the evil of his deeds is made fair seemingly so his own bad deeds are looking good to him so the, the, the point here is the people who are following their desires because they are not following Allah Azza wa Jal they have to follow something to say what is right what is wrong this is innate in, in, in the human beings Muslims non-Muslims we understand that an action can be done the right way or wrong way now what is the criterion of right and wrong It's either Allah Azza wa Jal, which is divine from Allah Subh'ala to the revelation, or we as humans will decide what is right and wrong. And when we decide, what, how do we decide? In general, we go by what looks good to us, what we feel is right, what is fulfilling our desires in the right way. But Allah Subh'ala is the creator of the heavens and the earth. He is the only one who knows how to fulfill our desires and needs in the right manner and get the best out of us as human beings. So, the, uh, but, but, the, but the kuffar of the Makkah at that time, and even today, and even if by mistake we as Muslims fall trap of the face, same thing, we have to be careful that we do not fall, uh, make the same mistake of instead of following the guidance from Allah, we started following our own desires or man-made laws of rights and wrong. This is a very, very important concept that's given there. And then Allah talks about those people who do that. Allah says, أَمْ تَحْسَبُوا أَنْ أَكْثَرَهُمْ يَسْمَعُونَ أَوْ يَعْقِلُونَ إِنْهُمْ إِلَّا كَالْعَنَامِ فَلْهُمْ أَدُلُّ سَوِيلًا Or do you think that most of them hear or understand these people who are following the desires? They're only like cattle, Allah says. Not only that. No, they are even worse than the cattle. Why? Because cattle or the animals, they follow whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded them to do. They are programmed this way. They don't have the choice to do right and wrong. We are given the choice. And when we are using the choice not to follow what Allah has commanded, so now we are going further astray than the animals, than the cows. That's the reality of it. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us all to fall trap to these kind of mistakes and make us the one who follow the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in all affairs of our Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.